are tuned in to a new episode of Trapped in a Bubble. I'm your host, Dr. Tim Apollocky. Today's episode is basically why people are not going back to work. Now, I remember back in the day, I mean, back in the day, I couldn't wait to work. And since uh, my father is foreign descent, I was brought up from the time I could basically walk and talk is the, the fundamentals and the values of working. If you want something, you go out and you and you work for it. Okay. Um, first job that I have had have had. I know that's not proper English, but English is my second language. Um, is I was staying at this apartment complex back in the day, and so. I was not old enough to work. I was like 13 going into 14. So I started at 13, but I was consistently working when I was 14. Okay. So I was cleaning out apartments, getting them ready for, to move in. So I'd actually, whatever trash that the tenants left, I would take the trash, bag it up, dump it in the trash. I would, clean the bathrooms, the toilets, the sinks, the uh, the tubs, uh, kitchen. I clean the kitchen, get the excess stuff out of the kitchen, and clean the kitchen very thoroughly, sanitize, disinfect, and then I would out of vacuum. Then later on, I would shampoo the carpets. Okay. Now, since I wasn't really able to work legally, I was getting paid what was considered back in the day, which is very close to basically not not existing now, under the table. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that someone says, hey, well, move my TV or put a shelf together and I give you $20. I mean, I'm not talking like, like that, you know, uh, you basically have to pay for people's time. You, you know, that's part of working. Someone comes to a particular person who provides a service, and basically you have to pay for the, the person who is providing the service. They had to take time out of their schedule to assess and to satisfy your needs within reason. Okay? So that's completely different scope so I did this for a while it was this older guy and he kind of liked my mom and everything like that but he was an older guy so he, he allowed me to do it so I did it for about at first it was sporadically you know first three months and then six months uh it got very consistent I don't know what the relationship happened between him and my mom but after a year, I was unable to do it. So at that time, uh, 
I was 14 and a half, about to be 15. So I still was not able to work legally. So what I used to do, you got to think I was a kid born in the late 70s, grew up in the 80s. So then I started cutting, I started cutting grass. I started fixing uh, bicycles. I started fixing G.I. Joe action figures. That's when back in the day, G.I. Joe had rubber bands in them. They used to call them O-rings. And so I used to take different things apart to see how they were connected, see how things work. And I put it back together. Now, first, I just found ways just to disassemble it. Then later on, I went back to the same things. Okay, I know how to disassemble it. Let me go ahead and disassemble it again. But... Then I was like, how do I put this back together? So you have to think this is before the age of telephones, cell phones, telephone, cell phone, I mean cell phones. Um, so you couldn't just take take a cell phone, take a picture of it, see where things went. You know, either you had to draw like a different diagram of it. Uh, and what a diagram is, is basically uh, a picture of the item that is is being constructed to be constructed or as it is instructed or as a prototype of it so you just basically kind of draw it from the best of your artistic abilities or whatever I mean the people you know you, for a person you can just draw a stick in a circle and two lines and hey that's a person you know whatever it is to serve the purpose right so then I do odd jobs, uh, clean out basements, things of that nature, cut grass, pull trash, dump trash, uh, uh, clean out houses, you know, before that became really a big thing, uh, you know. And so when I finally got legally to work, my first job was a place called Tippins Restaurant, okay. So it was a restaurant that was real famous for pies. Some people know about it, some people don't. Well, Tippins was booming in the you know late '80s, early '90s. They kind of fell off. Uh, they ended up losing about I say 2003, 2004, 2005, and basically when it basically went close to non-existent. So for like fast forward up to 2022, if you were like a Tippins Pie, you'd have to go to in-house. They still have a contract with Tippins Corporation. Tippins no longer has any restaurants that they operate. Okay. So I started out, I was washing dishes and it was okay. It was cool for a while. Uh, I, was, I was only making 14. Oh, Lord Jesus. I was only making $4.15 an hour. That was minimum wage back in the early 90s. And I started working minimum wage was $4.15 an hour. So my thing was, I was still in school, so I basically only worked on the weekends. Uh, later on, as time went on, you know, I worked it for four, day, four days a week. I would work it... Um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Then it, then it went from Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. You know, during those times when you're young, you really don't care about your 
about your schedule too much. You just focus on money. But then later on, as when I really was getting up in high school and had to focus on my grades, I just cut back to, to the weekend. Okay? So, it's kind of crazy. I still have one of the actual paychecks. And see, that, that that's <laughs> crazy paycheck stuff because, I mean, as you know, very, very early uh, jobs are doing payroll checks. It's more of a of a pay card system. Okay, it's a few businesses out there that do checks, but it's very, very rarely. Those are more like old school businesses, old school people. They basically do that. I mean, like like my dad. You know, he's retired. He does checks. He's old school. He does checks and he does cash. Can't say about cash because I need to start using cash again. Instead of just swipe, swipe, swipe. You know what I mean? So, just remember, convenience is not cheap. Okay, if you go to a gas station, that is a convenience store. If you go in there and you get some milk, chances are it's going to be about as much as you pay for gas in the Midwest. Close to $5. But if you went to actual grocery store where they actually supply numerous of it, then chances are it's going to be cheaper than getting at a gas station. And toilet paper, bread, so on and so forth. It's just still same, the same process, okay? So, um, moving on. So, what I'm saying is, you know, my, my generation is considered Generation X, okay? So, you have to think that you have baby boomers at this time are retired or some that they made some, some good financial decisions. They basically had their 401ks. They, uh, they had their retirement, which is their pension, and then dabbled in the stock market, and then they're able to live comfortable. Houses paid off, cars paid off. All they're doing is paying lights, water, uh, regular regular type type of bills, and then they still dabble in the stock market. And then you have the other baby boomers that didn't make good financial positions to where. Yeah, they were able to retire, but they had to return to the workforce because they have no money. Okay, and since they keep trying to raise the the the, the workforce longer for you to retire, then it's like you're going to have a mixture of old and young. Okay, so That I, I'm, I was speaking to '80s and early '90s. It comes to the, you know, these particular jobs that I had. One was late '80s and late into the '90s, and then the other one was '90s. Okay, so that's what I mean by back in the day. Now, speed it up. 2019, COVID hits. Okay, now some people might say, "Well, hey, Doc, you know, it's 2020." You know, in 19th, and basically the offset cases was basically when you go back and you can Google the stuff, COVID really hit around September, October 2019. It went widespread about February as a global pandemic of February of 2020. Okay, so do I think COVID is not a hoax? No. Currently working at a hospital, so I know COVID is not a hoax. But what I will say is, you know, for the conspiracy theories, I guess I'm a conspiracy theories to a certain degree. I believe that 
for bringing COVID in. They just wanted to, they wanted to usher in things uh, that they know normal people wouldn't go for. One, population control. If you if you really think back 10, 20 years ago, they were saying there's so many people that have been, been born on this planet in the last 40 to 50 years that by 20, I think it was either 2040 or 2050 that the earth wouldn't have enough enough food and supplies to sustain everyone on the planet, which I believe that is a hoax, is a daggone lie. You have, you have the ones that are evil, the weak, wicked ones, the ones that step and break on people's backs just to make a buck. So, so, COVID's always been around, but the, the, the dramatization behind it, you know, it's always been around. And it's basically, you know, it even had it on Lysol cans. You know, we'll kill coronavirus, which we didn't understand what coronavirus was at the time. You know, all the stuff that I'm saying to you, you, you can Google it. You know what I mean? It's not just coming. It's not just coming for me. So, so what happened was when 2020 hit, it got so bad to where they had to shut it down. And Jobs started started slowing down, start shutting down. You know, cities. It, it was crazy. It, it's, it's crazy. Like by that time that happened, uh, you know, you was at home. You was on. You was on lockdown. For a person like me, I didn't care about being at home per se because I'm more of a homebody anyway. But for me to work, since that was instilled at me at an early age, I'm like, man, I should be working. But when I worked at JCPenney's and they closed our, closed our call center down, I knew around the time and I planned ahead. I said, hey, when I take get these service checks, I'm going to pay my rent up for three months. Then when I get my unemployment, I will kick it in. I will kick it in uh, more so. Well, I took the unemployment because since Jay-Z Phoenix is still still paying us for another two months, I couldn't. And then when it was time for me to file my unemployment, then COVID happened, everything was shut down. Unemployment, everything was basically shut down. It's basically uh, do what you need to do to survive type, uh, basically. So now I was like, well, hey, I got to get out here, even though it's kind of dangerous in this world. But I mean, it's dangerous everywhere you, where you go, seen or unseen. Things you know about, things you don't know about. So I got out and I hustled all day. If it was a a two dollar order, or three dollar, or four or five, or a ten dollar order for DoorDash, I was out there. I was hitting it. Uh, the times where DoorDash wasn't, I was I was out lifting. I was just praying. Put mask on that as well. Now, the crazy thing about that was when I was hustling, I hustled for for about ten hours a day. But within that ten hours a day, what about my downtime? It, it just really kind of depends on when the flow was slowing down. And that's when I said, "Hey, let me go ahead and take my break. Let me take my lunch break." So I took took an hour lunch break. I will go park somewhere, grab something to eat, eat, and then. Sometimes I would turn on my alarm, 
I would sleep in my car and then I, you know, put it for like 30 minutes, 45 minutes, get up. When the uh, rush started happening again, then I jumped up. So I would leave the house basically, depending on the day, but most of the time, it's really nine in the morning. I work from nine, nine to, to 11, then it slowed down. Then I would work from 12 to 5. Then I would take a break, find somewhere to go. So then I would I would go from 6 to 7, I eat, depending on it. Then I would go back from 7 to 10. So between 10 to 12 hours. I guess you could say I got longer than that, but I'm counting just basically work hours, work time. So my thing is, some people say, man, you was hustling. My thing is, okay, I have a family. Regardless of what goes on in this world, I have to make sure that my family's taken care of. But the thing about it is, it's people like me that that do whatever to make sure that their family's taken care of, no matter what the climate might be. But the fact is, a lot of people are not built that way. So what COVID basically taught us, series, but I'm not, I don't want to be tied down to, to, to a particular series right now, not unless it's something that we need to talk about. But what COVID has taught us about work is, what COVID did was it made us face our realities. Okay, some of us thought we was just so cute and important. You realize that you wasn't so cute, you wasn't important. Uh, some of it is you realize that the pe- people, person that you were with, that you really didn't like them. You know? Because, you know, you was on lockdown with these people. Like, you know, some of it is you just didn't like them. It's just, you, it was something about them at first you did, and then over time you didn't like them. But, you know, you was at, at will, able to leave, so you wasn't able to feel it. But during lockdowns, you, you had not, no choice but to face these people and realize that. You realize you wasn't the cutest thing. You know, you realize that you didn't have all, all your, your S together, you know, your stuff together. So, you know, it made you it made you wonder. Then for the ones who are working, you know, you stop working. It's like, oh, well, think about it was the people who are lazy. And I, and I tell people, some people like, well, this woman works or she works and this and this and this or he works. At least he works. Well, you have to understand what is the state and reason why they're working for. Are they working? To maintain, or they working uh, working to provide, or they working because they have no choice. Like a single person has no choice. Most people have no choice but to work because if you don't work, you don't get paid. You get paid, you cannot pay your rent or your mortgage on IOUs. Be cool if you did, if you could do that, you know what I'm saying. But you can't. If you don't work, guess what? You don't eat, and you're gonna find your stuff. You're gonna be on the street. That's just what it is. Not unless you just have money, money, money to where you can just sit around all day. Most people don't. Let's just be real. Okay? In order to make, in order to make money, to make the money. You got to have some resources to make the money. And then if you want to invest in something else, then you're going to need that money that you made from over here and use some of it from over there to kind of grow it out. So, the problem is with some people is they work because they have to work. You got some people to where they work because 
that's what they know is to, you know, be a provider and everything like that. You got some people, they work because it's it's cultural. You know, I know it's benefits in working, you know, you gotta you gotta produce. You know, the world doesn't care what you was born into. They wanna see if you can produce. Produce something. I tell my kids, whatever you do, whatever you do, do the very best. Because people reflect you of one of how you carry yourself, and two, your work, your work ethic. Okay, so that's what you know. COVID basically uh, taught us as well is everybody that claims what they were wasn't really what they were some people claim that they they work they're working but they really don't want work so when they was giving out checks i was telling a few people i was like hey hold up while while they while they signing checks and all this this economic stimulus i said hold up don't if you take those checks and you cash these checks you know you better be paying to get out of debt you need to pay to save some for a rainy day or you need to, to invest it so, like I said the other other day, you know, I knew people that that basically burnt that money up. They 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 didn't use it wisely. They went and got PlayStation Five. They got TVs. Um, you know, some of them got rims for the car. Some people got like the new iPhones and all that kind of stuff. And then at the end of the day, that stuff don't mean nothing. I'm like, okay, you went and they went to Walmart to get it. Okay, well, do you have Walmart stock? No, but <laughs> whoever had Walmart stock thanked you for that because they got a piece of that pie. Okay, for uh, who made Xbox? Microsoft? Okay. You have Microsoft stock? No. Okay, well, PlayStation 5. Who makes PlayStation 5? Or PlayStations? Sony. So, do you have Sony stock? PlayStation stock? No. So, the things that you was buying, you, you don't even invest in the stock market. So, so what I'm saying is the reason that you have so many hiring signs, which is kind of weird for me to see it, is more like a more of nostalgic because I haven't seen now hiring or hiring now from two to five on such such day they're telling you that hey we're hiring we, we need some employees so for people who say that they want to work but they can't find a job they're lying and my thing is this day in this day and time you're not going to be you're not going to get anything laying down be, being being lazy lazy will put you out on the streets you got to work and it's, it's a pro- proverb in the Bible or whatever. I mean, it could be a scripture or anything like that, but I would say it's a proverb. It says, the man don't work, the man don't eat. Another one would say, hey, a little sleep, a little slumber, poverty begins to overtake you. So basically, the only thing that kills poverty is basically working. You know? It's easy to spend money when you when you don't have any means of of residual residuing that money versus 
Now, now, if you have a job, you have some type of residual type of money, however your pay, pay cycle is. Some is once a month, some of it's every week, some is every two weeks. Whatever your pay cycle is, that's still a source of a residual income. But what you want to do is you want to increase those residual types of incomes. So... You gotta work. You gotta you gotta go to work. And a lot of these jobs, they might only be paying fourteen, fifteen dollars. It's not enough for you to do what you want to do. It might be at the line of what you need to do. But what I would say is this: sometimes you gotta take the jobs that you don't want to take now. So in the future, you can kind of do what you want to do. It would be kind of cool if you could take money, go for it, and it appears in your bank account every month. The fact is, things don't work that way. In order to get something out, you must put something in. Okay, so... new generations to where they don't have to work because they're not realizing that the game is changing and you have to do whatever it is you need to do to survive sometimes it just means that you just have to here I need to come back over here to take care of the things that I have You had to push your plate back, which you don't want to keep eating. Because if you continue to eat, then you'll get sick anyway. Sometimes I want the new car, but maybe I just fix the car that I have currently. Fix the car that you currently have versus trying to go out to get a car. And basically with the current climate, when it comes to the the houses and everything like that, they're charging triple for what the actual car is worth because they still have to try to make it to where when you go there you're not just paying for one person's salary and then the finance manager you're going to basically be paying for for everybody that's on that on that car floor and the shop manager and the technicians and the secretaries all that the suppliers you're paying for all that now don't want to, man, I don't want this job, it's only $14, $15 an hour, but my thing is most of you are still staying at home with a parent or a guardian, so you don't have to worry about rent, which could be anywhere between eight to $1,400 for about lights, that could be anywhere between 100 to 200 you don't have to worry about food, that can range from anywhere between 200 to 500 you know, you don't have to worry about the car. Well, it used to be a range of 40 to 80. Now it's anywhere between 100 to 
just brief, just price analysis. Market, start investing, do just different things. I don't know. Hey, working is good. Work is good. believe in God and I'll talk to you soon and if you're enjoying what you're hearing start telling your friends about it start you know, start sharing some of the videos when I see the numbers it encourages me I know I haven't said that in a while but it does it actually motivates me to even uh, do more y'all believe in yourself believe in God